cash fed cattle trade had a more bullish feel by the end of last week. Feedlot placements were down 2%. Coming up on your weekly calf news price point, presented by Cattle Currents Wes Ishmael. Hello, I'm Wes Ishmael. Welcome to your weekly Calf News Price Point podcast for the 27th of December, sponsored by the U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef, which emphasizes a better future for beef includes you. When it comes to improving sustainability in the beef industry, we're all in it together from pasture to plate. We're connected by our supply chain, and our efforts are made stronger by common goals. The U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef set goals to maintain and improve our grazing land and water resources, reduce greenhouse gas emissions, increase efficiencies, and care for our animals and our people. When we work together, the benefits come full circle. Take action to protect the resources that sustain us all at usrsbasinbeef.org forward slash goals or more simply usrsb.org and look for the goals tab. Now to the news. Aside from the weather, wholesale beef prices were the primary story last week, with choice box beef cutout value $9.12 higher week-to-week on Friday at $271.95 hundred weight, and select was $10.02 higher at $245.47. Undoubtedly, prices were supported by Packers throttling back production. Total weekly estimated cattle slaughter was 562,000 head, which was 63,000 head fewer than the previous week. However, the estimated total was 75,000 head more than the same week last year. Year Year-to-date total estimated cattle slaughter of 33.13 million head was 479,000 head more, or 1.5% more than a year earlier. Year-to-date estimated beef production of 27.4 billion pounds was 363 million pounds more, or 1.3% more than the same time a year ago. Recently stronger wholesale beef prices and current feedlot marketing gave the cash market a firmer feel by the end of the week, although trade volume was relatively light through Friday afternoon. In regions where prices were established, live trades were a dollar higher in the Texas panhandle at $156 a hundredweight, and dress prices were a dollar higher in Nebraska at $249. The previous week, live prices were $155 in Kansas and $155 to $157 in Nebraska and the Western Corn Belt, where dress prices were $248. Live cattle futures closed an average of $1.50 higher week-to-week on Friday, from $0.72 higher at the back to $2.12 higher toward the front. Remember, a better future for beef includes you. When it comes to improving sustainability in the beef industry, we're all in it together from pasture to plate. We're connected by our supply chain, and our efforts are made stronger by common goals. The U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef set goals to maintain and improve our grazing land and water resources, reduce greenhouse gas emissions, increase efficiencies, and care for our animals and our people. When we work together, the benefits come full circle. Take action to protect the resources that sustain us all 
at usrsb.org and look for the Goals tab. Calf and feeder cattle price trends were tough to establish last week between harsh winter weather limiting receipts at some auctions, while others were already shuttered for the holiday break. Prices were decidedly mixed at the auctions monitored by Cattle Current. Feeder cattle futures closed an average of $1.64 higher week-to-week on Friday, except for an average of $0.22 higher in spot jan. That was with corn futures closing an average of eight and three tenths cents higher through the front six contracts week to week on Friday. Heading into next year, Daryl Peel, Extension Livestock Marketing Specialist at Oklahoma State University, says feeder cattle markets have momentum. In his weekly market comments, Peel also points out declining auction volume the past few months helped prices in this year with strength. In Oklahoma, for example, Peel explains, weekly volumes were larger year-over-year from July through mid-October and have been mostly smaller since then. From July to mid-October, the cumulative additional weekly feeder volume was up an average of 18%, totaling more than 71,000 head additional feeder cattle marketed in auctions during the period. The year-over-year decreases since mid-October have reduced the cumulative total by about half, Peel says meaning that the total feeder cattle auction volume in the second half of 2022 is up more than 35,000 head at the end of the year, with all of that increase occurring prior to mid-October. Smaller auction volumes since mid-October are no doubt contributing to the stronger feeder prices at the end of the year, Peel says. He also points to the fact that average prices for medium and large number one steers reached their annual high in mid-December at weights less than 550 pounds and at weights heavier than 850 pounds. Prices for steers from 550 to 850 were at the maximum in August and September, but are above the annual average at the end of the year, Peel says. Incidentally, Peel also notes the number of stalker cattle on wheat pasture are significantly fewer than typical, suggesting a muted run of wheat pasture feeder cattle into March and for graze out into May. Markets will likely view Friday's cattle on feed report as neutral to a touch bearish, with slightly more feedlot placements than analysts expected ahead of the report. The report accounts for feedlots with a thousand head or more one-time capacity. Placements in November of 1.92 million head were 42,000 head less, or 2.1% less than the previous year. Average expectations ahead of the report were for a decline of about 4%. In terms of placement weights, 52% went on feed weighing 699 pounds or less, 36% weighing 700 to 899 pounds, and 12% weighing 900 pounds or more. Marketings in November of 1.89 million head were 22,000 head more, or 1.2% more than a year earlier, which was in line with estimates. Marketings were the most for the month since the data series began in 1996, according to USDA's National Agricultural Statistics Service. Cattle on feed December 1st of 11.67 million head were 312,000 head less, or 2.6% less than the same time last year, which was close to pre-report projections. The cow-calf producer will be in the driver's seat the next two to three years, as all margin operators will be competing for fewer animals moving through the feeding system, says Andrew P. Griffith, agricultural economist at the University of Tennessee, in his weekly market comments. 
He adds that increased heifer retention in 2023 and 2024 will provide further support to the calf and feeder cattle markets. Given the situation, Griffith says cattle producers can also expect slaughter cow prices to increase as the demand for lean grinding beef remains. And that's your weekly calf news price point podcast for the 27th of December, sponsored by the U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef. I'm Wes Ishmael. Thanks for listening, and Happy New Year.